Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Linda Leatherdale. Linda Leatherdale.com. I got it out. I was able to say it. <laughs> I got it done. I practiced it. <laughs> and Michelle Simpson, at Michelle Simpson, former liberal member of parliament and seatmate to Justin Trudeau. We have to explain what that means. They sat side by side in parliament. In question period. The Prime Minister of Canada. You know, you you should be a you should be a senior minister in that government, Michelle. Oh, I don't think that that would have been in the cards for me. Maybe not, huh? Maybe not. No, 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 no. No, maybe Michelle's not. Far too sane for that, I fear. No, no, I. I they would have said they. I couldn't compromise my principles. You got it. In terms, I couldn't do that. They would have taken a look at Michelle and said, "Trouble." Yeah, yeah. she's transparent. She's honest. Yes. That's Run in the need. other direction fast. <laughs> we need her. <laughs> yeah, we do need her. <laughs> There's a lot we have to talk about today, including uh, something Linda's going to share with us about a a small child, uh, an infant that needs everybody's help. And we're do you want to start with that? Uh, Absolutely. Why why don't we, Linda? Tell us about a baby Austin. Thank you, Roy. Thank you, Roy. It came to my attention um, that this little 18-month-old boy, Austin, is in need of a bone marrow transplant. He has an immune deficiency, and as you know, Roy, one match which is Canadian Blood Services, onematch.ca, um, saved my daughter's life. I mean, and Roy, because of you, we found her donor. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this lady was swabbed in the 1990s, didn't get called upon until my daughter relapsed leukemia and had to have a bone marrow transplant at Princess Margaret Hospital. Thank you, Princess Margaret. And they saved her life. So now it's come to me, my attention. Um, this is the great nephew of uh, the owner of Sky Homes, and they can't find you. It's international now, Roy, and they can't find a match. He's Italian descent. Um, Cambria is getting behind this, and we're going to have a swabbing event in our gallery, downtown Toronto, 91 Parliament, April the 5th. That's a Tuesday, 4 to 8. But I'm just pleading to all of your listeners across this country. If you just go to onematch.ca and have a kit sent to your home, you could swab yourself, and you don't know, like our wonderful Gail from West Virginia saved my daughter's life, we could be saving little Austin's life. So I I guess I'm just pleading, Roy. I, I know there's so many cases out there. But I've met little Austin, and he's adorable, and he's got to have a chance. Let's give this kid a chance. It just uh, breaks your heart to, to hear that little child like that has, you know, such an incredibly difficult task ahead. But it's also so encouraging to know that it can be done, it can be helped, it can be overcome. Mm-hmm. Sky is living proof of that. Yeah. And you know, it's the beauty of it. If it can be done... Yeah. That gives you hope. And Kathy, I'm going to drag my older son down there, Linda, and get him swabbed. <laughs> and you know, they say it's, it's, this is ironic. It's supposed to be young males they want from 17 to 35. And yet Gail was a 50-year-old woman that saved my daughter's life. But in any event, just I want to put it out there. That's what they're looking for. So if your son shows up 
That's absolutely wonderful. I also want to say Sky's going to take part in one walk for Princess Margaret in September. We want to give back to Princess Margaret and to everything, but let's just help this little Austin. So it's onematch.ca. Onematch.ca. And and get involved and allow yourself to be swabbed. It takes a matter of seconds, and you can save a you can save a child's life. You might save this little child's life. You save you can save someone's life. Can you imagine getting the call and you have a chance? Wouldn't it be terrific? Well, Gail, to this day. Well, tell guess, people what it feels like to get that call, Linda. Well, Gail, oh my goodness, now she's become a close friend, as you know, Roy. We read out her letters that she sent to Sky yes. on, and so yes, it's so emotional. And then she came to Sky's wedding, and Sky gave her a special speech. I got to tell you, I get shivers and I cry. That lady saved my daughter's life, and everybody out there right now, you could be saving Austin's life. So let's do it. It's really heartwarming, you know? It yeah, really I know. Is. I'm starting really to get is. emotional. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's true. When, when you think of little children shouldn't be facing this that sort of health emergency. It shouldn't happen to little no. kids. It should no. not happen to little children. Darn right. But it does. It, and he's such a happy little guy. And right now he's doing fine. They have him on antibiotics. But come on, we, we need to find this match. Yeah, we, we have to find absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's get to our first issue of the uh, the world we live in. Well, I think I just... Was there a TV show called The World We Live In? Sounds Not like there really. should have been. <laughs> there is now. <laughs> the World We Live In, with the premiers and the prime minister meeting in Vancouver... And the Prime Minister going in with the uh, intent of not leaving without a national carbon tax, and leaving without a national carbon tax, as, as I suspected he would. And, uh, and, and the province is all saying, yeah, okay, well, yeah, we'll, 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 yeah we'll, we'll, we'll check back in with you in six months, and we'll, we'll, have, we'll, have, we'll have something in place for you, Prime Minister. It's the same old, same old. But please, Catherine, why don't you start with your assessment of what went on in Vancouver? Bravo, Brad Wall. That's all I can say. The only one with sense. Well, with a spine uh, and and facts at his disposal. Uh, This whole, boy, when we have these governments who spend our money so recklessly, and some are worse than others, no question, some are better than others, to be fair, but they want more of our money. None of them uh, are, are willing, at least to everything I've seen so far, I'd be happy to be corrected, None of them have shown how they're going to account for the money. They said, oh, every cent will be paid for green initiatives. Well, you know what green initiatives mean in in many, many instances? Paying their political cronies to put up windmill farms and things that, frankly, kill tons of wildlife. I have, I'm a big nature buff, as you probably know, and it makes me crazy when I see all the birds and turtles and, anyway, critters that are killed by these uh, monstrosities that, frankly, do so very little, if anything, to, to make an impact on the environment. And I have no problem. If they can prove that if I ante up an extra X dollars per year or whatever on, on my gas tank, whatever it is, if they can prove that's making an impact, you know what? I'll cough up that money. But they have not proven that yet. They have no intentions of doing so from everything I've seen. So they do not deserve another penny of our money. Michelle, what do you make of it? Uh, I'm definitely, definitely on the same page as Catherine. It makes me crazy when I hear there, there's nothing specific about the money, like this carbon tax. That was my biggest, you know, annoyance with, you know, green initiative. Well, define it. Give me some specifics. 
some absolutes on how this money is going to be spent. Because why do I feel that it's just going to get sucked down into the black pit? At, well, you like feel that, Michelle, because that's like what's a, happened at every instance in the past. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, as soon as, as soon as you know, election cycles will come around, like how much of that will they kind of divert, you know, to see that they get reelected? No, I, I just, I have, I have zero faith in that, in what happened in Vancouver. Michelle, are you making a three for three? I mean, Linda? Yeah. Linda, are you making yeah. three for three? I'm sorry? Are you making it three for three? Yes, three for three, yes. But listen, already in Ontario, Wynn gave us a 4.3 cents a liter carbon tax in the gas pumps. And you know what I found weird, Roy? Was it was supposed to come in in 2017, and yet the gas prices immediately went up by about 4 cents. Don't believe, listen, please don't believe the 4.3 cent oh. stuff. That's just PR rollout. It's going to be a lot worse than that. It will. And 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 the taxpayer is going to be footing the bill. It's going to get much worse. The electricity costs um, for for just Toronto and Ottawa, the two largest cities in the province of Ontario, have gone up eighty percent between two thousand and four and two thousand and fourteen. Mismanaged. Yep. And and in the UK, electricity prices have gone up so tremendously because of at least in part taxation for renewables that are not working out, but thousands of seniors are dying every year. And I did the story on the air a few months ago. Thousands of people, because Bjorn Lomborg alerted me to it, uh, thousands of seniors are dying every year because they can't afford the heat. They can't afford the electricity. So they live in cold uh, apartments and homes and they die. You know what the message is, though? The message to all Canadians thinking out there is... Do not permit these governments to get one more cent of your money before they will categorically prove, have an outside reputable agency, take the money in and account for every cent of it in terms of how they're spending it, ensuring it goes into things that actually make a difference. There are, I know in Ontario where I live, so I'm more familiar with those issues, there are liberal connected companies that have made tens of millions of dollars put in their pockets for these green initiatives and right. squat impact on the environment. I have, to t- I, have to, I have to take a break. That is also what Bjorn Lomborg said. Mm-hmm. He said in Europe, the uh, cap-and-trade exchange leads to has led to corruption. Oh, and yeah. frankly, you know, we had Kevin O'Leary on the show in the second hour today, mm-hmm. and he talked about the open letter he sent to Kathleen Wynne, and he's asking or demanding exactly what you're demanding, yeah. Catherine. Yeah, exactly the same thing. Let me take it's a break. The least, it's the let least me, we deserve. Let me take a break. We'll come back with the beauties. And the other part of that equation after this. Have a comment about today's show? Visit RoyGreenShow.com. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter at The Roy Green Show and like us on Facebook. And remember, listen back to Beauties and the Beast or anything you choose in the podcast at RoyGreenShow.com. Prime Minister Trudeau is going to be in Washington for a state dinner. And uh, the in the bag media are probably not going to report too much on the fact that he's also going to be speaking to the uh, Center for American Progress, which was started by John Podesta, who was the chief of staff, I think, for Bill Clinton and is the campaign chief for Hillary Clinton. And the uh, campaign, the Center for American Progress, is also virulently anti-oil sands 
and the Prime Minister is going to be addressing them. And one of the directors, born the board of directors of, uh, of the Center for American Progress is billionaire Tom Steyer, the president of Next Gen Climate, and he has been uh, the leading voice against the Keystone XL pipeline. It all comes together so nicely, doesn't it? There's just a little line that's drawn between all those little points. Wow. Just wanted to mention that. How can Trudeau have such bad judgment, or his advisors have such bad judgment, to have him talking to this group? I'm sorry. This is just the wrong message for Canada, who is so dependent. It's not just Alberta. It's the whole country, folks. So dependent on our energy wealth, which most countries would... You know, kiss the ground if they had the good fortune of having it, but we revile it. And what's the message that's being sent to the people of Alberta who are struggling? What a, what a disgrace. This is just outrageous and a slap in the face to the people of Alberta. It's the Prime Minister of Canada. I think it's a disgrace. 64% of Canadians support the Energy East pipeline, except, of course, Quebec. Where you're from. Well, you know, i got to say this about Quebec, because I still live in the Socialist Republic of New France. I've done a little checking here. Mm-hmm. And Quillard is in between a rock and a hard place, kind of, politically. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't know that, I don't know that they're totally committed to this um, injunction. I think it's, I think it's a, I think it's a political move that they need to undertake. I know that you're probably getting your blood boiling, and my blood was boiling too until I talked to a few people here and did a little checking, and I think there's political... I think it's a political move. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I really think... I got a lot of time for Couillard. I think Couillard's a smart cookie. He is a smart cookie. And I think you're right. I think he is between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. But... Somebody has to bear the message, not just to... Well, how about the Prime Minister? Isn't it? Isn't he the one that should make the decision? The rest of the Canada is so dependent on this, and Alberta has pumped hundreds of billions of dollars in transfer payments yep. to the rest of the yep. country yep. for decades. Remember the poll that was done about two weeks ago? A majority of Quebecers favor the Energy East pipeline. Exactly. Exactly. Where's the leader here? Who's going to step up and say the right thing? Yep. Here, here. Exactly. Hey, guys. Oh, I can't say that. I get into trouble every time. I can't say, guys, wash my mouth out with zest. Um, <laughs> does the brand of soap matter when you wash your mouth out? Does it matter? Does it have to be a certain... That would be a great TV commercial. When your mother washes your mouth out with soap and is released from prison for doing so. For child abuse. And how does, how does Irish Spring taste? Um, <laughs> when the uh, pri- when the brother of the prime minister, Juan Alexandre Trudeau, uh, intervenes with the federal public safety minister on behalf of an individual who was described by the Supreme Court of Canada as being a national security threat and an active member of the Bin Laden network, and the Supreme Court of Canada upholds a federal court judge's ruling on that, done in 2010, and when the Supreme Court of Canada upholds the security certificate that that, that described Mohammed uh, uh, Harkat in those words, what the hell is the Prime Minister's brother doing lobbying the federal public safety minister directly? M- Michelle, can I get you to talk to that, please? Speak to that. He, you know, he absolutely couldn't have been thinking. He just could not have been thinking. I, when I read that story, I thought, I'm surprised 
his brother, the prime minister, didn't, uh, you know, give him the Brazo treatment for, you know, for that kind of a, a move because he has no business doing it. No. But you know what? what? Alexander Trudeau has shown uh, bad judgment on so many, so many occasions in the past. He has touted Fidel Castro as just a hero in the world. I mean, there's all manner of terrorism, uh, terrorist uh, individuals and so on that he has supported. I just think it's, a, it's part of a continuum, to be honest with you. He's very entitled. He's got a lot of stuff in his life that he never had to earn. He came by it by birth, as did our prime minister. And he's no, I, Catherine, and arrogant. And this I, I, I get all of that, but my God, do you want to really embarrass your brother? Do you want to create the yeah, kind of environment? Do you want to, to, you the, 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 you want to create there, the kind of situation where you're no actually judgment. going to compromise the federal public safety minister, potentially? If it weren't Ralph Goodale, who's a, a Scott Newark said earlier, uh, a guy with his feet firmly on the ground, who knows what the public safety minister would do? No, it's crazy. Exactly. No judgment. Terrible. Absolutely. And I'd like to know what Donald Trump would say about it. <laughs> Or even Kevin O'Leary. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I ran out of time with Kevin O'Leary. I wanted to talk to him about foreign policy, but we talked about the money and the the premiers, yeah. the premiers of Ontario and 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 Alberta and uh, and the prime minister. By the way, tomorrow I am going to say something about Kathleen Wynne accusing people ad hoc of being racists. And I sent an email to uh, Ujjal Dosange, the former premier of BC, who took her to task, and he can't join us because he's in a very different time zone. But otherwise, I would imagine uh, the former Premier of BC would have joined us. Beauties, that's our time. Oh, Roy, you know what I think you should uh, say to Kathleen yes. Wynne? Huh? You know what you should say to Kathleen Wynne? What's that? I'm back. Ah. <laughs> yes. I should, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll talk to you next Saturday, beauties. I look forward to it. Okay.